Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 398, Constant Work. Early morning coffee, three. At this moment, I'm, uh, I woke up under just a deep, deep um, set of work that had to be done before I left to go to my actual work today. And it's really occurring to me now that I haven't officially taken a day of not work for over two weeks now. <laughs> I can tell this is affecting me because I start thinking that stats like that actually matter when I'm getting tired. And that's not really um, how things should go. Now, of course, I have a day off planned here very, very shortly, so it will rebalance itself, but I'm finding myself getting a little, uh, you know, drama kingish or queenish, however you want to put it, uh, about not having the work done. And that's a signal to me that I actually need to uh, kind of rest a little bit. But I've been given some great opportunities, and I feel like that about life a lot. I've been given such wonderful and amazing opportunities. Why would I squander it? Why would I not use this time, this amazing life, to do all the things I want to do? So it's really hard for me to turn that off. However, that being said, I do know that taking the time off makes the work better. And also, living is nice. It's not all about work. I'm working towards that balance. There's that word again, work. But I'm moving towards that balance, I should say. And I'm doing the best I can. It's a bit of a, a process, a little bit of a journey. But I think, ultimately, I will get there. Today, I'm going to be going to some professional development for my teaching gig, uh, talking about communicating with people from different uh, cultural backgrounds, especially linguistic backgrounds, how to communicate ideas to them. Um, you know, there's a variety of techniques and, uh, and methods of assessment and instruction that are really worthwhile. And I keep finding myself pulling from all of this, uh, all of this education and experience I've had in front of people over the years. Now, as I'm looking forward to starting to speak um, and really getting out there with, with poetry and all of that and, and communicating that way, I'm finding myself um, kind of with necessary skills that I wasn't even aware that I needed to build. But I'll have, you know, a set of, of skills or a skill set that come up that's going to be important and realize, oh, I've just spent the last five years developing this. <laughs> I've just spent the last four years working on this every single week, all week. So to me, that's, that's really powerful. And I'm, I'm becoming very thankful at this point in my life that I'm now getting old enough to have, you know, 20 years experience doing something or 10, 15 years experience doing something. It's a much broader view, but it, it starts to really change how I perceive my abilities and the value I'm able to bring to people. I'm starting to realize I've, all this time I've spent in my life doing these things that I think some people thought I was a little crazy, turns out... Uh, it actually is really valuable to a lot of people, and I can bring something strong. This isn't me just going off with, with you know, an, an ego rant here. It's more just kind of sitting back and realizing what I do well. And I wonder how many of us actually take the time to do that. You know, we're kind of taught that maybe that's not the right thing. That's not the humble thing to do. But actually being able to sit back and say, I do this really well. I don't do these other things well. But if you need this, I'm your person. 
that's very useful and I think it's a great way to communicate what you can help you know provide to others I know myself and the people I work with my partners we're all about providing value we're all about creating value before even asking for it and uh, this is a central theme that we all kind of go through we all try to create great things and make ourselves as valuable as possible not because we're trying to extract value um, in return but we're trying to just be high value adding individuals because it matters so I would just challenge you think about what you're good at uh, maybe it's inherent things maybe it's skills you've built up but think about that and really classify it and then start seeing if you can communicate that you can start communicating the truth of what it is that you're good at I think it really really matters and it can help us communicate much more effectively much more clearly I'd love to hear your ideas though so if you'd like, you can send me a message, michaelomade.com in the contact form. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, join us tonight. It's Friday night. Join us tonight, worldpoetryopenmic.net. We go on the air 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're there every Friday, or almost every Friday. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. Mike spelled M-I-C by the way. But for this podcast, the next episode will likely be tomorrow morning. I'm enjoying these morning podcasts. What about you? So, until then... Keep living authentically, keep living creatively, and have a great day. Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 399, Authiest, Early Morning Coffee, 4. When I finished the World Poetry Open Mic broadcast on Friday and, and met with JT for a bit, um, I was completely emotionally, physically, mentally exhausted. Went home, fell asleep, woke up early, and joined my father and my two uncles, his brothers, for breakfast. And um, we went after breakfast to the cemetery where my grandfather and my grandmother both are at rest. And it was my grandfather's birthday. I believe he died about 26 years ago. And we were there talking and kind of sharing stories. And we ended up kind of following this, what, what seems like a, like a, a, you know, kind of silly thing of signing a balloon saying happy birthday and letting it go up into the sky. But it really was poignant. I really found some, some just lovely lovely meaning and we're sending a message up and we watched as it vanished into the horizon and then I came back home and despite all these other plans I had I just lost myself in the world of music and it had been a while for and I'm talking about creation of music not not listening and the next thing I know it's you know, I, I, I do, uh, you know, I had a few things to do, but all in all, about suddenly 10.30 last night, I pull my head completely out of my ass and realize that I have spent the entire day doing this um, and uh, just lost in it. And I was still so deeply tired that I just realized I have nothing to give. 
And so I didn't. I didn't do an episode yesterday because I had nothing more to give. I kind of got lost in the entrancement of music. But this morning, I'm here. I'm making amends. And I want to talk about something that uh, I heard that really makes me laugh, which is, <laughs> you know, of course, people like to divide the lines of, of religious belief as, you know, you can go into the different, um, the different actual churches, you know, the Catholic Church, for instance, uh, the Presbyterian Church. You could go on and on and on and on, of course, uh, you know, Buddhist, Hindi, uh, whatever. However, the... Uh, you know, there's also this this thing about atheism, which is the non-belief in a deity. Now, this is not to, to push against anybody at all, but I heard a term that I really loved, which was an atheist, A-W-E, theist. And the reason I love this is that it's basically saying, I am perpetually in awe of the reality in which I live in. To me, this resonates so much because it occurred to me the first time when I was younger, riding on a highway, driving in the car, and enjoying the morning, and then just suddenly observing how myself and all the other drivers and passengers were just so casually just skirting over the fact that we were in thousands of pounds of metal and plastic and you know whatever uh using wheels to speed down a hill at 70 miles an hour close to each other i mean within feet of each other and um you know and we're acting incredibly casual about this whole thing it is ridiculous if you actually consider how dangerous driving really is and I use this not to freak everybody out hopefully you're not driving on the highway right now and I'm just completely ruining the experience for you but it we require a lot of little self-deceptions to be able to get through our entire lives day to day just to survive and, uh, and this is you know backed up of course by um, by psychology and, and all of that we do create these self-deceptions to be able to live I also think we have to create these self-deceptions to be able to survive in a world um, not just constantly in a, <laughs> in a completely um, reality-infused stupor. When you realize where we live on a planet like we do that is spinning through the vast cosmos and that there are, <laughs> there are hundreds of billions of stars in our galaxy and beyond that as far as we know there are hundreds of billions of galaxies it's so much we have to forget it at some point we have to let it go but then when i'm here in my day-to-day -day life and i see amazing music i read literature i see children growing i see a beautiful woman i hear incredible poetry i see the sky in the morning i see the moon in the evening I taste food, I taste coffee, I taste water, I feel friendship, I feel adventure. To me this is deeply, deeply awe-inspiring. And to think that there was a time where I thought I wasn't worth living. And that I was so convinced that I had just messed up my life so much. 
this is back, of course, when I'm talking about when I went through divorce about uh, over 10 years ago. That I thought everything was just so messed up that I was ready to end it all. And I realized that this is really just a condition in thinking. And that I don't need to hold myself to any of these standards that we believe other people hold us to. That's something that comes with age as well, right? I mean, we start becoming less awe-inspired because we're um, used to it now, right? We have to live with these delusions. We start looking at the subtleties of life and the, the different shades of things. And those things are relevant. But I think we also need to take time to remember the awe, remember the journeys that we have made, and realize that other people have to deal with the same sorts of things. It's funny, um, I think when we're younger too, especially in our 20s and maybe late teens, 20s into our early 30s, people will, you know, say a lot of things about, oh, I, you know, I don't give a fuck, I don't really care. But what they're really getting at is they're trying to appear <laughs> as if they don't really care. We have this inbuilt thing from childhood that makes us think, oh, well, we have to live by these standards and we have to try to be perfect by these standards. And I think by the time you hit your, your 30s, your early 30s, you start to think, I really don't care what anybody else says, what other, what other standards anybody else is trying to develop for me. I'm going to write my own path. But just in case you're ever in a place, maybe even now, where you feel like you're not worth it or that you have never brought anything of value, I want you to step back. I want you to realize where you are. You're on this planet, traveling around a star in the vast, vast cosmos. The fact that you are here, the fact that you have had connections with people that mean something, the fact that you have made it to where you are now is also awe-inspiring. And it's also remarkable, as you are. If we remember this, and not in a way that pulls us into the stupor, like I said, but we use it as something to turn back into the world. We are the created turning back to the creator and offering thanks back through creation. In any way that that is, then we start really tapping in, <clears throat> excuse me, we start tapping in to where the cosmos is taking us. We in turn become creators and a planet full of creators, a vibrancy floating through the vast cosmos is probably the most awe-inspiring thing I can think of. What about you? If you want to send me a message, you can. MichaelAmity.com, put it in the contact form. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, join with poets, writers from all around the world every Friday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at WorldPoetryOpenMic.net. To look forward to seeing you there. But for the next uh, episode of this podcast, which may be this evening, might be after the Super Bowl, we'll see. <laughs> I might have some things to say. Uh, but until then, keep living authentically. Keep living creatively, and I love you.